0: Hey, everybody. Why is it impossible to play a fair basketball game in Southern Africa? Well, the answer is because there's far too many cheetahs. Well, welcome to the Daily Devotionals podcast for kids and adults. I am Pastor Colt, and we are continuing to work our way through Mark's gospel. We are in chapter 9. Last time, we talked about the transfiguration, and today we look at verses 14 through 29. I am not going to take time to read all of that, but you can pause and you can do that if you want. I did put the the scripture in the episode description. So, let me just walk through the story with you. So, Jesus went with Peter, James, and John up to the, the mountain, and the transfiguration happened. The other disciples, though, they didn't... Just sit around and do nothing. They had been doing ministry, and we can make an assumption that Jesus told them to continue what they were doing because it becomes obviously that it obvious that that's what they were doing. So, when Jesus and the three disciples are on their way back to the group, they notice that there was a crowd around the disciples, and there were scribes there or religious leaders who were arguing with the rest of the disciples. In other words, when these disciples were separated from Jesus, things started to fall apart. Have you ever noticed that? I remember when I went off to college, I was all excited about ministry. I got involved in a church right away, and I even started helping in a youth group. And it wasn't long before I started to make some really poor choices, and I really just Messed things up and I, and I didn't know what to do. My life was just really a mess for a while. And looking back on that experience, I I might have involved, uh, I might've involved right things like going to church and helping with the youth. Those were some really good things, but I was trying to do them in my own power. I really wasn't connected or depending on Jesus but I was trusting in my own strength and my own power. And when that happened, things just started to fall apart. Any kind of ministry that we do always finds its strength in Christ Jesus, not our own. The Bible tells us that when we are weak, he is strong. And the truth of that statement is found in the fact that we are always weak (laughs) and he is always strong. And because we are always weak, we always need his strength. So we need to continually rest in the finished work of Jesus and we need to depend on him. So, Anyways, things have fallen apart for the disciples. The disciples are in a an argument with the religious leaders and there's a crowd there and Jesus comes back. And when the crowd saw him, we are told that they were greatly amazed. Now, that phrase, greatly amazed, is only used in Mark's gospel. It's usually reserved for people's response to Jesus' Jesus's teaching or the miracle that he's done. But here, it happens at the beginning and Jesus just arrives and the people run to him, greatly amazed. Now, We're not sure why that is, but I would suggest that there is a a great expectation that Jesus is going to have some sort of answer. Perhaps the religious leaders thought that since the disciples couldn't heal this child's infirmity, that Jesus couldn't do it either, and they wanted him to fail. Perhaps that they thought that Jesus could heal him, and they were hoping for that. But regardless, Jesus asked the crowd, why they were arguing with the disciples and somebody from the crowd said that he had brought his son to Jesus because the child had a spirit that made him mute. He couldn't talk. The evil spirit would take hold of him. The the boy would uh, foam at the mouth. He would grind his teeth. The spirit would throw him into the water or the fire trying to harm him. I mean, this is scary stuff. And the boy, he, you know, this demon had, Uh, this demon had a hold of the boy from the time he was a small child. And the demon was trying to to harm him by throwing him in the fire and the water. The, The man said that the disciples tried to cast it out, but they couldn't do it. And apparently this is what caused all the arguing and the commotion. When Jesus hears this, he makes an interesting comment. He says, oh, faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? Now, notice something. He says, faithless. And who's he talking about? Well, the word generation there makes it sound like he's talking to everybody living at the time that Jesus is living, right? That's a generation. This generation is all those people, and Jesus is calling them faithless. Not little faith, but faithless. But more specifically here, he's talking about the disciples, right? Because it's the disciples that couldn't heal the boy, I think Jesus' point here goes back to the reason that the disciples were in the mess to begin with. They were trusting in themselves. And when they, you know, when we get separated from Jesus, things start to fall apart. You see, there's something important here to realize. And that is that faith always has an object. Think about it this way. When you see a chair, you have faith or you believe or you trust, right? Those are all words that mean the same, the faith. If you you believe that if you sit in that chair, it's going to hold you up and not crumble underneath you. In fact, we sit in chairs all the time and we don't even think about it. We just trust them. We have faith that the chair is going to hold us up. So in this case, faith has an object and it's the chair. When it comes to spiritual things, faith's object is always Jesus. So when Jesus calls people faithless, He is saying that they do not have faith in him. They do not completely trust him. In other words, the disciples were being self-reliant. Jesus then tells the father to bring the boy and the evil spirit saw Jesus and it caused the boy to fall down and start foaming at the mouth again. Scary stuff. And it must have been quite a sight. And Jesus asked the man, well, how long has this been happening? And the man says, well, since the child was very young. The man then says to, to Jesus something very important. He says, if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Notice what the dad said. He said, if you can. Now, is that a statement that drips with faith, right? Faith has kind of been a theme here, right? It's not a statement that drips with faith, but it is hopeful, right? The, the man is, he's out of options. This is his only option. The disciples, the disciples couldn't do it. And now he's ask, asking Jesus and he's hoping that Jesus can. Well, Jesus points this out. He says, if I can. And he says that all things are possible for the one who believes, right? So, believes, that's another word for faith. Believes in whom? Who's the object of the belief? Well, it's Jesus, right? He's the object of our faith. When the man tells Jesus, you know, so that then the man tells Jesus that he believes, but he asks Jesus to help his unbelief. I think that's a, an amazing statement. Isn't that something? Here, here's the point. We are a lot like that man, more than we think, more than we want to admit. We trust in Jesus. We depend on him. But at the same time, before we even realize it, and if we're honest, we start trusting in our own power, in our own strength. And we're living in our own power. Like the experience that I told you about when I went to college. It wasn't until later that I looked back on that whole thing. And I started to to see how I trusted in my own power. And how when I was separated from Jesus, that things just started to fall apart. It's like Peter. Remember when he jumped out into the boat, out of the boat, onto the water and started to walk to Jesus? Things were going well. Right, he was walking on the water. He was looking at Jesus, but then he he took his eyes off Jesus. Right, and what happened? Well, he started to sink. Right, we take our eyes off Jesus, things start to fall apart. There, there's one thing that I, I want. There's one more thing I want to say about these verses. So, Jesus healed the boy, and then the disciples asked Jesus privately why they couldn't cast out the demon. They wanted to know why, and Jesus says, "Well, this kind." cannot be driven out but anything by prayer and then some translations add the word fasting so that this this kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer and fasting do you know what prayer is i mean simply prayer is talking with god but it's more right it's 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 more than that it's coming to god in under utter dependence we depend on god for strength for mercy for the forgiveness of sins you know we we come to him all the, the time Remember, he's the object of our faith. He's the one that we trust in. So we, we come to him as people who who need him, like a person needs food. Right? And that's why some translations they they add that word fasting. Fasting is is something that a lot of people don't do. It, but when in in some people they they have the wrong idea about it. They they think it's some kind of magical formula that's going to help them get what they want, right? If they deprive themselves of food, then God is going to see their great strength and he's going to do what they want him to do. It's not a magical formula. Fasting is giving up food, usually food, but it can be other things too. But it's usually food for a period of time because we're dependent on food. We need food to live, and 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 we we need it. And so it's basically what it's doing is it's focusing on what we truly depend on, and that is Jesus, who is the bread of life. Right. It's it's saying Jesus is what truly spiritually feeds us, and I depend on Him. I need Him more than anything. In other words, Jesus is telling the disciples that their ministry, everything that they accomplish will be because of their utter dependence on him. They need to trust in Jesus. They need to be connected to Jesus and not go out on their own. Join us next time for more of the Daily Devotionals podcast for kids and adults. My name is Colt Robinson and I'm the pastor of Bethel Church in Yale, South Dakota. You can find us online at Bethelmbchurch.org. You can find this podcast at DailyDevosForKids.com or wherever you like to get your podcast. If you have questions or comments or a joke idea, don't hesitate to have an adult help you reach out to me on the web, or you can find the message feature in the episode description. Adults, if you like the podcast, please share it and give us an excellent rating that will help others find it. And I will see you next time.